Okay, you all good? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. You're listening to the B2C Legion podcast. My name is Daniel Hopewell here with Simon Delaney, and this is episode 112, How to Craft Perfect Legion Messaging. And as the title would suggest, we're going to take a look at the ways we can improve the messaging used on landing pages and adverts and so forth. Um, but before we dig into the how, Simon, I want to ask you about the why. Why are we discussing this? I mean, is this something you think people are neglecting that buyers and sellers aren't doing particularly well, or a missing opportunity we can uh, we can try and look at today? So let me set some uh, context of why we're talking about it. Um, so I was sent a message yesterday on Skype. Uh, I think it was Skype, something like that, and said I need to speak to you urgently. I've got an amazing opportunity. And I want to get your advice on it. So I get this sort of thing fairly often, um, usually around like lead gen things and it can be whatever. Anyway, so uh, I rang the guy back and said, um, how can I help? And he said, um, he's a lead generator. So he said, I've been given an amazing opportunity. An insurance brand has approached me and ask me to run all their marketing for lead generation. Um, they've got an existing site. All the sales that they're making currently are all coming from list data they've been buying, banging in a call center and doing like cold calling or I don't know, it's like co-sponsor, basically like very low intent data. Um, they're desperate to explore other things. They um want me to do it I can build landing pages drive traffic to their site whatever um what should I do so he was thinking I was going to say to him right let's get build a landing page this is what you need to think about and go through like the you know science of conversion based principles on landing pages which is something I might talk about once we go through what we're about to discuss today which is there's two things I told him to do so one is I said get contract because <laughs> i just know some people like this they get you know very like passionate about things and they'll neglect things like that but that's just an aside get a contract and lay out what this relationship is going to look like and formalize the entire thing and the second thing i said is and I, i've been saying this a lot to people um that either buy leads so you know brands or advertisers or are generating leads on um behalf of those companies you've got to work from the end result backwards. So the first thing I would do if I were you is contact the company and say to them, I want the call recordings from the last 20 sales that you've made. And I want transcripts of them. If you can't get the transcripts, one or the other, ideally the call recordings, if it needs to be redacted, you know, ask them if they could redact uh, any personal data. Um, or if you're part of the company, you know, can you um, have access to that sort of thing? So um that by doing that you get a direct from source boatload of information about all the concerns the issues the needs the wants everything from the people who have become sales of that particular product it's literally like getting into the mindset of the very people that you're now going to be targeting mm. Um, 
And by doing all of that, you can get so much information, so much insight. It's all of that information that you then can use to create the perfect messaging for lead generation or for the brand, whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Okay. So I guess we'll dig more into the specifics of how we do that. But before I do, again, do you think this is something that brands lead generators aren't doing? Is this like a new, a new idea, so to speak? I think it's overly new, but I don't think many people do it. And I think what they actually do instead is, and I, I know this for a fact, they copy other people's sites, mm. right? This is why every time Changes you... slightly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, we build landing pages for people and we've been asked, like, can you copy this site and just change some of the wording or, you know, like, replace the other word? So a classic example is virtually any sort of life insurance product or something like that you see is always an old or middle-aged couple on a beach pointing out something, looking out into the distance, and all the wording is the same, and everybody just copies each of the sites, and they'll even even copy the layout of forms and the questions that are asked and whatever else. Nobody's actually digging into um, the user or finding out what it is they want. So they, I would say the majority of people are generating leads under specific verticals are just copying other people's sites. Um, the other is if, for brands, they'll just use the messaging they currently have. So whatever's like on the website, if they were creating a lead gen landing page. They'll just like, you know, transpose that messaging and bang it on ads and um, different things and aren't really digging into um, what users actually want. And I mean, they have so much information in the company from customer service, from sales calls, from the prospects, from the over-indexing of sales calls to sales that are happening to um, conversions and non-conversions is huge. The other one that's coming up um, a lot now is people are just using ChatGPT. So it'd be like, I'm creating a brand doing X. Can you write me some copy? I need a headline and blah, blah, blah. Um, and all that's doing is sort of regurgitating everything that already exists as well. So again, yeah. it's not really digging into users' insights. Um, or another one is just like, sitting and thinking you know about what you imagine people like that would want so you know oh well I'll, my auntie Ginny is you know i don't know 60 plus and so what do i think she likes well she likes countdown you know she likes knitting whatever it is and then we'll um we'll write the copy based on this one persona of an imaginary person that we have when in fact there is information out there and you can really dig into these concerns, the issues, everything that these people have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in a sense, we've sort of had this conversation before insofar as when we've talked about the need for lead generators to build a brand. Mm. And I don't think we're going to cover that today much because we've done that many times before. It's some of the different podcasts, which, you know, I'm going to repeat ourselves, but This is specifically looking at the the wording, the messaging, and trying to work out what is going to touch a nerve with customers, understanding what the customers want, feeding them those messaging, their wording back to them. I mean, this is like, I don't want to say it's like a an old idea, but just if you look at any form of marketing, advertising, the idea that you would put together panels of people and see what they say and use their language is nothing really new, but... I'm guessing lead generation for, I don't know why this is the case, doesn't have that sort of desire to sort of do marketing like that, you know, like really sort of think about these things. So 
let's just take that a bit further. So you said the the opportunity was in getting the sales calls, which is great if you can get that information, take what they've said, fantastic. What what other areas like where other areas can people be looking? Say so they don't have access to that. Where else can they find information they need to understand the customers more? Yeah, just on the point that you made, like it's absent from lead generation, this idea of like, you know, really digging into some of the qualitative information that could come from um, potential consumers. I think it's just because of the short-term approach of it all. Yeah. It's either like run on a campaign basis where it's like, oh, you know, we've got uh, 25 grand to spend, let's bang in some leads from whatever. Or um, it's because a lot is run by lead generation companies and they just, they're not like deep in the vertical or anything. They're just literally like driving paid media. I think this is like one of the reasons it happens. Um, so I've got a few ideas about how you actually get this information. So like one of them is, and this, I, like, I don't want to use specific verticals because I'm not like, I'm like vertical agnostic here, right? But let's just, I'm, I said life insurance earlier, so we'll just keep on that theme. This could be for broadband. It could be for energy. It could be for absolutely anything. If you go to Reddit and type in like, you know, how do I learn more about life insurance? There's like forums of people talking about like what they want to know, what it actually means, why they don't understand it, who should they trust, what the information is that they want, why should they make a decision? I've just done this um, a couple of hours ago. I went and looked through, I chose a few different verticals. You can literally go into these things and start to see what people are talking about, what they mm. want information on, what their concerns are, what motivates them. Yeah. And you can use that information. It's all totally free as well to actually start to address the issues that people have. Because let's be clear about this. You want to address the problems and get rid of them up front. Because the moment you do that, you, you're sort of, not on a um what's the word not on a like adversarial setting adversarial setting you're you've now removed the issue and now it's mm. like you know now we can actually talk about giving you what you want um so you know social media you can dig into that find um people talking about communities forums whatever things like reddit um other forums that exist you know uh, I don't know, Classic is like a mum and baby site where they have forums talking about yeah, stuff yeah. and how to, you know, do things. Actually really dig into what these people are talking about. And um, this impacts everything, the ads that you use, the messaging on your um, landing page or website, the type of images that you use, in your mind's eye, what it is that you're actually trying to appeal to. Um, but as we mentioned at the top, the absolute classic, the best way of doing this, I'm absolutely certain by far is if you are a brand already or something like a sales team and you have sales calls that have been made, get all the transcripts of them. These are going to be like either prospects that haven't converted. There could be sales that have been made um, and start to look at the questions that people ask. What are the issues? What are people saying back to them that resolve those issues? The ones that become sales, why do they become sales? What are the questions they have? What motivates them? What was that thing that twisted them? And you can start to get all that information. The best thing you could do as well is if you could actually align this to when people have been spoken to so that you can actually see um, the demographics of the people that have 
converted and then see the messaging within that and the conversations they've had. I mean, you are really onto something there. So you get all that information, ideally turn it into transcripts, which is relatively easy now. You can get software that you can upload um, call recordings if you haven't got it already. Um, And it will just give you transcripts. Bang that into chat GPT and start and basically ask it to look for patterns of what the issues are, how those issues were overcome, what was said, what the concerns were, what the motivations were, what was said. And you will get, this is a perfect example of when you need to use something like ChatGPT. Um, And it will, basically, you're going to get the messaging you need to use in the words and in the mindset of the very people who you are now trying to generate as leads. Um, And every company that's generating leads whether you are a brand buying leads or you're a lead generator should be using that information. There's a huge resource sat there just waiting to be tapped into. So if you're not doing it, um, I think it could almost be like revolutionary for some companies doing this, you know, like completely change how they approach the ads that are using the messages on the landing page, potentially even on the website, how, you know, they're going to appeal to people and address the concerns up front. I think you made an interesting point there early on about ChatGPT as well, in the sense some people use it's how you use it is is the key here. Some people, like you say, would use it and put write me a life insurance advert. And all it does, like in very practical sense, is take existing ones on the internet up until 2020, whatever it was, that they started tracking all that stuff. Um and it will just spit it back out to you as it is. But well, to give you an example of how I'd use it. So I saw um I think I mentioned this. I saw a advert for, I think it was an energy company on Instagram or Facebook or something. And I saw it and I looked at the comments and there were like 40 comments basically criticizing the advert. Like, I mean, a lot of them were just sort of slagging off energy companies and wanting them and all that kind of stuff you'd expect. But like all these comments, and these are customers who are potentially going to, or people who could potentially be customers just talking back and forth, arguing with each other, discussing where they want to be. And then the next time I saw this advert, I noticed all those comments have been deleted. So whoever's run the adverts obviously thought, oh, this is bad. I want to delete it. It doesn't look bad. I understand at least if you want, if you want to do that. But like you said, in that instance, I would take all that copy that's brand new, exactly as customers speak, put that into chat GPT and say, make me an advert based on what these guys are saying. It's that, it's that different slight, it's only a small tweak, but it's that tweak of how you use things completely changes the response that you can get from it yeah and it's perfect for using it on data or like um information that you've already got because then it's 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 not coming up with it from scratch of something else it's using exactly what you're giving it as personal to you or your brand um but yeah so i think this is a great opportunity for um companies and it's really simple right i mean this is like you said it's nothing revolutionary but the, i think the results could be revolutionary but it's just that so few people do it because everything's like, you know, 100 miles an hour, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Just copy their side, copy the messaging, it must work, they've been doing it. When in reality, that information is out there in the ether. It's mm. either there in the ether and you can go and get it because no one else is, or you literally are sat on it already but not doing anything with it. And there's huge value in that, massive value in it. And you know what? It's not something we've ever talked about because um, – it's one of those things that you kind of know. It's not until someone called me and said, what would you do in this scenario? It was like, 
I get all the information they've got and use that to start to build the messaging in the ads so that you can start to figure out exactly how to resonate with their target audience. Um, and it made me think, you know, I've, I've had a couple of conversations about it since and asked people, like, is this something you're doing? They're like, no. It's like, Jesus, this is just something that should be yeah, ubiquitous and mandatory almost. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping people who've listened to this find it useful because, I mean, the title perhaps suggests it would be like the podcast we've done with Oliver Kenyon from Landing Page Guys where he set out specific tips of, like, things you can do. We're not really doing that. What we're doing is giving you an idea to generate your own whatever works for you. But it makes me think a little bit of um, when we had uh, Pep Lyre on the show, really early days talking about messaging. I mean, it was a similar sort of thing. And his company, Winter, in the way that it's a B2B sense, but you place messaging in front of the ideal person to get feedback. And I'm just wondering whether you could take this one step further, as well as getting their feedback, testing it as well, making sure that it actually works. I think that'd be worth like... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'd imagine you might not end up with a single iteration. From doing this, you could end up with like, you know, three iterations. And what you do is just run those on a their ads. If you can run it on ads or landing pages, just test it and see what works. But it's it's going to be far better. I mean, these are the people that are going to be your customers. So getting the information from other customers is just like the way to do it. Yeah. Well, I think that was... um. A fairly, a fairly short podcast, but I think we've covered the idea pretty well there. Um, hopefully people listening will be thinking that they can start exploring the idea of using what their customers are saying, doing these methods you mentioned, going getting calls, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully start to craft the perfect lead gen message. Thanks for listening to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe to hear more from those at the very cutting edge of the lead gen world.